You are listening to Sermon Snippets with Max Taylor, where we exposit God's Word and apply its instruction to our everyday lives. As we study God's Word, we are learning truth that corrects our thinking, meets our needs, and teaches us more about Christ. Here's your host, Max Taylor. Wow, I do not know about you, but it seems like the past few weeks have been absolutely crazy. Um, Last week, we missed our episode, so I'm sorry that this episode is coming one week late, but we are finally getting into Daniel chapter 6 today, which of course is the famous, very well-known incident where Daniel is thrown into the lion's den. So many lessons that we can learn from this, and so we're going to take a few weeks, the next couple of weeks, to really dive into this chapter and try to mine out, try to find some of those lessons that we can apply. Um, So yes, have a lot coming up in our study of the book of Daniel. I hope that you're doing well this time of year. We are heading into the fall season, so we still have a quarter of the year left. So my challenge to you is just to find some meaningful time And the last few months of this year, this beautiful time of year that we're going into, where you can set aside some solid time to just spend in your devotions, just to take a step back, just pause whatever else is going on in your life, you know, around this crazy time of year, just to reflect on God's word, to meditate on it, to spend maybe some extra time reading scripture or praying, or even writing scripture, and really put that time into your walk with God for these last few months. We're going to see that that's a characteristic of Daniel here in Daniel chapter 6. That's what he purposed in his heart. And so let's jump into this. I wanted to start off today with a question. What does it look like when a person is truly blameless? What does that look like? Well, When we started in this series, all the way back in chapter 1, that was back in March of this year, we referred to a comment made by Ironside in his commentary on the book of Daniel. He basically wrote the idea that there was a needed condition for understanding the mind of God. And that's exactly what Daniel demonstrated in that first chapter, his desire to separate from anything that was opposed to God and also to obey God. And that that's the attitude that is required before God reveals himself. You know, and as we've gone through this book, we're coming into chapter 6. And um, probably one of these upcoming weeks, we'll take the time to go back and review the chapters that we've gone through. But as this Jewish exile named Daniel has been deported to a new country, and in the midst of these unfortunate circumstances we find the book of Daniel to be filled with visions, dreams, prophecies of future events, and marvelous deliverances, miracles that God works, and God's special favor in the life of Daniel and of his friends. And that is what it looks like to be truly blameless because none of that comes without blamelessness. There is a requirement to know the mind of God. And that is so essential. It's so essential that we be blameless today. 
in order to be able to serve God and in order to understand his word. There is a price that has to be paid for us to learn God's word, for us to understand it. So this book, the book of Daniel, is what it looks like to be blameless, to have a close walk with God, to see God working in your life, just as Daniel did. So we're going to start off by looking today specifically at how the Bible describes Daniel's reputation. So if you're there in Daniel chapter 6, we're going to read verses 1 through 5. And this is what sets the stage for the lion's den account. So Daniel chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. And over these three princes, of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give accounts unto them, and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the the presidents and princes, because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. We'll continue reading uh, verses 4 and 5. It says, Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault, forasmuch as he was faithful. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. That sounds like blameless to me. Even his political rivals couldn't find anything wrong with him. Verse 5 says, Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So you have to remember, this is a new kingdom, a uh, new empire, a whole new set of laws and legal processes. So this is Darius of the Persian Empire, the Medo-Persian Empire at this time. And Daniel, unlike where we found him in the last chapter, where he was called before Belshazzar at this party that he had and and almost didn't seem to have any uh, political standing at all at that point in the Babylonian Empire. Unlike that, now in this new kingdom, Daniel is not only serving, he's actually given promotion above all the others who had his same position. So it says that Daniel was one of the presidents. Then it says he was, the king set him over the other presidents. And then it says the king thought to have him set over the whole realm. So it's, there's been this progression. We see he's given this prestigious position, one with authority over other leaders, one with um, authority over people. He's managing, he's accounting for the king. Then he's given promotion. Instead of this this prestigious position, he's actually promoted to a place of prominence and he has a lot of pull with the king in this position. And and the king is thinking to set him even higher um, to create a new position for him. So we see that Daniel is preferred. Uh, He was basically the king's personal favorite and the king wanted to give him an even more elevated position. And so I want to point out that there's nothing wrong with being favored by your supervisor or by those in leadership over you. If you're being favored for your hard work and your excellent spirit, that's that was the case with Daniel. He was favored because 
the excellent spirit in him because of his character. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it does matter how we go about to earn that favor. Daniel was faithful and blameless. And that's what the king liked about him. And we see that even Daniel's political rivals who were jealous of his position, and you can understand why they would be jealous. I mean, they were probably born and raised Persians. They probably had known the king a lot longer than Daniel had, and now he's this new hire, basically, in the kingdom, and, and he's already promoted above them. So these guys are full of jealousy. Um, but even them, even Daniel's political and personal rivals could find nothing wrong with him. That is blamelessness. And that's the kind of character that we should all strive for. And it's very likely that if that attitude describes you at your workplace or um, in the group of friends that you're in, at your, your job, on your team, if that's the kind of attitude that you have, it's very likely that you will earn the favor of your supervisor. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we're going to see a difference when it comes to Daniel's opponents. Because really, they want the same thing, but they go about to get it a different way. So we've already seen that Daniel has been given this position of prominence because of his reputation. And that Daniel's preferred above the other people of his rank. But what I really want us to focus on is not so much his work ethic, not so much his excellent spirit and his good attitude, but it's his piousness. See, this, this is the thing that defines Daniel the most. And really, it's also the reason that the king preferred Daniel, whether he knew it or not. It's, it's who Daniel really was, and it's Daniel's holiness. Kind of like we discussed from chapter 1 when he decided to be obedient to God. That's what his decision was. He purposed in his heart that he was dedicating himself to the Lord. And so the reason there's nothing wrong with the king's favoritism towards Daniel is that Daniel was upright and he had the right character. And we're going to see that as we go throughout this entire chapter. Verses 1 through 5, what we already read, shows that Daniel had character in his duties. So he clearly was gifted and he clearly did his job well. Um, he wasn't slacking off. He wasn't being lazy. He was being diligent in his work, in his duties. Then in verse 10, we're going to see that he has character in his devotions. See, Daniel's loyalty first and foremost was not to his job. It wasn't to his boss. It, he wasn't living to please people or the, the populace of this empire, the common man. He wasn't living to please others. He was living to please the Lord. And character starts in your devotion to God. That's where Daniel's character started. That's the key that's the difference for Daniel's reputation because he honored God first. So he had character in his duties, character in his devotion, and then character in difficulties. And that's the hard part. We're going to see as the chapter goes on 
when he's given a choice to either obey the king and this empire that he's been adopted into, that he's been made a leader in, or to obey God, he chooses to obey God. And he does it in such a good way too. Man, there's so many lessons from this chapter. But the key is that he had character in difficulties. He didn't change just because the circumstances changed. He didn't change his character. He still did what he had always done. And it was an issue of Daniel's piety, of his holiness, his upright and moral lifestyle. And see, if that's the way that you're living and other people respect you for it, and maybe your supervisor or your coach or whoever is in leadership over you, if they show you favor because of that, because of your holiness, because of your devotion to God and your character as a Christian, that is praiseworthy. That is, there's nothing wrong with that. That is actually a great thing to be brought into favor with those that are over you because of your devotion to God. But don't let it be for another reason. Consider your reputation. Are you blameless? Can people hold things against you? Can people uh, take your actions or your words or your lifestyle and can they find fault with you? Or even if you're not noticed for it or even if people don't see and you're not given favoritism, maybe you're not given a prestigious position or you're not given a raise or a promotion, but still, do you have that character anyways in your duties, in your everyday mundane life, in your devotions? Do you put God first? And even in difficulties, when things get hard. We're going to continue looking at Daniel's character and some lessons on being blameless as we go through Daniel chapter 6. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Sermon Snippets. If this Bible study is a help to you, consider downloading the weekly episodes or sharing this podcast with a friend. Until next time, remember that God's Word is perfect, and it's everything you need to live for Him.